Have you ever wondered how to make your listener feel like they are the only person that you're talking to inside your episodes? If you've ever wondered how the pros do this and how you can replicate this on your own podcast, then this is the episode for you. I'm going to let you listen in today to part two of an exclusive interview that I did with Adam Adams over on the podcast on podcasting to help you learn how to connect with your listener on a much, much deeper level so that you can get maximum listener engagement from your podcast. Welcome to Insider Secrets to a Top 100 Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Elmer. Let's make your business binge-worthy. My first question about the avatar is, how many avatars should one show host have? Hmm, How many perfect listener profiles should one podcast uh, host have? That's a great question. I will say this was also a mistake in the beginning that I made, or rather didn't do, right? I didn't create a psychographic profile. My podcast, when I started it, quite honestly, it was more self-serving than anything. I wanted the deeper connection. I wanted my thoughts to be heard. I wanted to make a difference with my voice. It was very self-serving. And I wouldn't say, oh, I did this in this ego way, but at the same time, that was the driver. But as I've learned and fortunately have shifted my beliefs there, is that now it's not about you at all. You might be hosting it, but it is not about you. It is about your listener. So I think part of the easiest way to answer that question is it depends. And I know that's an answer we don't don't like to hear as business owners or as podcasters, but I think part of it, you're going to have to look at what is the topic. You know, if you, I have a client right now who has two avatars. He is a personal trainer for high school athletes whose parents have to pay for the train. So he is in a unique situation where he actually has to do an in-depth profile and analysis on both of those avatars, Mm. both the parent and the student, because he's got to sell the student on the training and he's got to sell the parent on paying for it. That's rare. That's not typical. In most cases, an in-depth look at a single avatar will serve you very well because for most of us, we're positioning a podcast, as business owners at least, at the top of the funnel. So we want to cast a bit of a wide net. That said, this is a different niching process than you know age, background, demographic, where in the world do you live? This is about niching through psychology and getting to understand how your listener thinks. What motivates them to action? What gets them to click play or to click through and download that resource that you're telling them or to book a call with you or whatever your call to action is in your episode? So we have to have an intimate understanding of that. It will mirror, particularly if you're a business owner, it will mirror your ideal client. Because if you're using your podcast as a marketing tool, we obviously want to make sure we're attracting the right people who could become those potential clients for you. I like that. Got so many questions that I think would be fun to dive in with you. Uh, But staying on the avatar, this to me has always been a real person. It's been someone that I had worked with 
And when I work with clients that are starting a podcast, I generally think ask them to think of somebody that they've worked with. I'm curious if you think of it the same way or if you create an avatar that's kind of like an imagination. Is your avatar for the listener, when they're coming up with their avatar for their podcast or for their company, is that a real human being or do they make them up? It's helpful to start with a real human being. Because there's going to be those instances where you've worked with clients and they are like, gosh, if, I, if every client could be like this person, I would just have the best business in the world. I'd be the happiest person on earth. And if you have someone like that, absolutely, by all means, base it off of them. If you don't have someone like that, well, then where do you start? It becomes a little more trickier to say, okay, well, who is this person? And am I just pulling this out of thin air? Am I just, does this person even exist? And what I would say is start with someone who fits the bill as best as possible. Maybe it's not your most perfect person, but it's your most coachable person. Or pick a quality or characteristic that you really like about that person. You know, they show up, they pay on time, they're coachable, they do what you tell them to do. Start with those characteristics. And then you can further build out that profile to create someone who is truly ideal for you if you don't already have someone like that starting out. One of the reasons this is important, and Adam, one of the reasons I like starting with a real person and using their name in your mind is because when you sit down to record, you can pull their picture up and you can start your episode and say, hey, James, today we're going to be talking about, and you go on with your episode. And what that does is that it attunes your brain to your listener and it changes the way your voice sounds. Might sound crazy, but there's a whole thing there with the psychology of the voice. And this is a big one because a lot of people tell me, I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like listening to myself. I get it. This is an audio medium. They're not necessarily watching the live stream of this on YouTube, right? Or the repurposed content that you posted somewhere. They're listening. And so they've got to be able to connect with you. So by basing your avatar on a real person, you're already connected with that person. So it gives you a leg up. It's an invisible element. No one's ever going to know this. This is not something that anyone's going to see, like they would see your cover art. They're not going to see this, but they'll hear it. And when you can really focus your topics to that person, it does help because it makes it more tangible. You know, because you're sitting in a room recording by yourself, you're not really talking to anyone. You are, you know, people are listening, but, you know, you're recording by yourself. And like, am I just talking to the walls here? You know, and it can help ground you and actually deliver your topic in a way that, yeah, you would coach your client on exactly the same way. And that'll make a difference for you. So should we be thinking of an audience when we are recording a hundred people or a thousand people or however many people listen to our show, but you say it's 3,500 per episode. Should we be thinking of the 3,500 people and us standing on a stage delivering to them? Or should we think of uh, whoever that avatar is and just having like a one-on-one conversation with a person? What do you think? I'll tell you what I do. I just speak to one person. That's going to come out in your voice as well. And actually, I don't limit that school of thought to my podcast. I do that if I'm delivering a live webinar. I do that if I'm speaking from stage. I gear it all towards one person. and then deliver it in a way that I would just tell that person. I would talk to them. I was literally last week filming a series of upgraded videos for one of our programs. 
before I hit record, I would think in my mind, who, which of my clients is this for? We have a few people who are ideal. And I would get one person's name in my mind. And I would say, all right, Christina. So today we're going to dive into this, right? And exactly what I mentioned before, before you hit record, but it's not just limited to your podcast. So I like doing it for one person because again, I feel like it is one of those invisible elements, but it helps you create a deeper connection because in your mind, when you get on stage to present something to people, right? It's like we put on this jacket that we're like, I don't really know if this fits me, right? We put on this persona that isn't really you. And at the end of the day, a podcast is such a powerful tool, as you know, and as those listening know, to create trust. That's the goal. But if people can't connect with you, they won't trust you. I love it. Uh, Good good answer. Um, How many episodes per week should we focus on? Focus on what you can consistently deliver. For me right now at this season in my journey as a business owner, as a podcaster, it's one a week. Never missed a week in three years. I'd love to be releasing three, four, five episodes a week. But I also know that I wouldn't be able to keep up with that consistently. So start with what you can stick with. Awesome. I appreciate you coming on. I learned a ton of interesting stuff. If you learned something new in this episode, then you're really going to love the next one. Because in the next episode, we are talking about the results of the past four years of A-B testing episode titles. I'm going to show you what works, what doesn't, and what you need to know to get more listeners clicking play on your episodes so that you can increase your downloads on your show. So head on over with me to the next episode and let's make your business binge-worthy.